Alright, we want to thank the Lord this beautiful day He's given us. Uh, this August the 20th, Lord's Day Sunday morning. Uh, thankful to be not only the house of God, thankful to be in the family of God, thankful to be saved, to know the Lord personally as my Lord and Savior. We've got a lot of news we want to share real quick. This morning we'll be teaching this morning, probably finish out Exodus chapter number 28, and we'll probably stop right there. We've got our missionary with us here this morning, Brother Rue. It's already been a blessing to meet him and to see the fruits uh, of his labor. He's been uh, working over there in the Philippines, doing a good work, doing a great work. Uh, just got really blessed looking at uh, some of the pictures that he brought with him of the work over there. I like to see that kind of stuff. I like to see young people uh, not only being baptized, being taught, uh, being reached. Uh, I, I praise God for what I've seen. Amen. Amen. And that was good. Uh, we got notified last night that Sister Vani may be having to be moved to Louisville. Uh, she's still got problems. Uh, we spent quite a bit of time with her yesterday afternoon. But I wasn't aware of the fact that they were going to move her to Louisville. But uh, my understanding is they've detected that she's still having some leaking problems. And it's not where they repaired uh, her uh, problem with her bowels, where they repaired it. She's leaking somewhere else. I pray for Sister Bonnie through the whole night. Uh all night long prayed for I desire you pray for her too uh, pretty concerned about her uh, lift her up in prayer remember yes. Sister Vani uh, her situation is pretty dire I uh, got a text this morning from Carol Serendi sick and if I understood her text right the whole family sick and they need prayer we'll be praying for them here in just a minute uh, Brother Charles Fishback called me last night. We had a long talk, a very good conversation. Uh, and I certainly understand. Uh, he, he said uh, he didn't want to leave the work over there. And I, I actually I agree with him on that. I'll tell you, we need to be mindful uh, in these Laodicean days of the work of God. And they got a lot of young people coming. And he said, Brother Eddie, I'm afraid to put that in jeopardy. And I said, I completely agree with that, Brother Charles. I certainly understand not only the need for there, but if need be, uh, maybe we'll get Brother Mark. Uh, maybe Brother Mark do help us with our homecoming service uh, next month, uh, the 17th of... Uh, September. We got Brother Rule here this morning. Uh, he's got a wife, got three daughters, very committed, uh, working missionary, working preacher. We thank God for the, like I said, the pictures he brought with him showing us some of the work they're doing over there. Doing a good work, doing a great work. Yeah. We're very encouraged to see that. I wish we had more of that over here. I see kind of like what Brother Charles was talking about last night. We don't need to let up. We don't need to let go. Uh, we need to be diligent. I do believe the time is short. 
I do believe, uh, well, just tell you how bad it is, give you an update. Four percent of the children of America have a biblical background or understanding, and 96 percent of them don't know anything about the Bible or God. They have no idea. And uh, Brother Rule, he's a missionary to the Philippines, over in the Philippines. Yeah. They've got 100%. And, uh, boy, I tell you, that took some work. Uh, they're doing some work over there. And uh, trying to get the word out, which what we're trying to do right now, trying to get the word out. Uh, you got to be diligent. you got to be committed to that work to get the word out. That's one reason I'm so pro live stream. I know we're having a lot of trouble with it. I know a lot of people are disappointed with it. But if you're watching Brother Eddie right now, or if you're listening to Brother Eddie right now, you ought to thank God for the live stream uh, service here. Brother Ed's wife, Karen, uh, this is in memory of her. This is more her doings than it was Brother Ed. She wanted to get the word out. She done graduated this life but her work continues because of the live stream. Like I said, we're trying to get the word out. This little old recorder right here, digital recorder, we try to put this on the internet on Sermon Audio. Yes. They're translating this right now into every language. No matter what language you speak, they're translating this, what we're putting on the air today, they're translating it every language through this AI technology they got now. Uh, the CEO of Sermon Audio called me and said, Brother Eddie, I want to share some good news with you. We've got what's called global ministry. All your messages, all your services will be translated into every language. I can't do that, but they can. I thank God for it. Our goal is to get the word out. We don't want the seed in the barn. It's good. To have tracks, it's good to have teachers, preachers. Uh, we want to get the word out by any means possible. Paul said there in the book of Acts, he said, I became all things to all men that I might by some means save some. There are people out there dying right now, going to hell right now because we're not getting the word out. I commend uh, Brother Rule. They got 100% uh, accomplished over there in the Philippines. Amen. They all believe in God. And i tell you what, I wish that was true over in America. I, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to say this is going to make a lot of people mad. We need to get our eyes off of the Democrats. We need to get our eyes off of Republicans. Get our eyes off of Trump. Our eyes off of Biden. And get our eyes back on God because he's Amen. the only hope of America. If we can get back in touch with God, he might be able to right the ship. He might be able to get us back going again. But I'll tell you right now, we're sinking uh, like the Titanic. We're yeah, sinking right. in America. Boy, and I believe it's due to negligence. I mean, we're leaving the Word of God and serving other things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My pastor is doing a funeral today. Brother Bob McCurry. Brother Bob McCurry, mighty man of God. Yes. Been on my prayer list for, golly, 20 plus years a man had done a great work uh, he's finished his course 
drawn to heaven. My pastor be doing his funeral today. I prayed for him throughout the night. Uh, he's like me. We understand, Brother Bob. I mean, he stood 10 foot tall for God. Yeah. And uh, I wish we had a surplus of men that would stand for the Word of God. Morning, Sister Lucy. Morning, Sister Sarah. Chase. Morning, buddy. Be thinking about a scripture this morning. Morning, Brother Patrick. Morning. Uh, we're just trying to get the Word out. Uh, that's our goal. Uh, we need to get the Word to where it's needed. The Word to get the job done. God said, So shall my Word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It will not return void. It will prosper in the thing it's sent to do. Now if you're getting the right Word out, you'll get the right results. If not, you're just making twofold more childs of hell. I'll just tell you, Jesus told them Pharisees, He said, You can pass land and see in Matthew chapter 23. Uh, he said, uh, uh, When you uh, convert one, He said, You're just making twofold more child of hell than yourself. Get the right word out. You'll get the right results. You'll have the right fruit. You'll get the right reward. And that's what we want to be diligent to do. Amen. Amen. But my pastor is doing a funeral, Brother Bob McCurry, today. Uh, Brother Patrick called me this morning about Brother Bob Malkin trying to get where he can uh, uh, get on our webpage or his live stream there. Brother Bob, he called me yesterday morning and of course, I already knew when I seen it was him, it was going to be an hour of conversation. I love Brother Bob. And listen, I love the conversation. Most of the time, I'm just listening. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if you love the Lord like you say you love the Lord, you will listen. That's right. Every now and then, I'll be provoked to say something, but most of the time, I'm just listening to Brother Bob. He's, he's just wanting to pour out and I'm wanting to soak up. Yep. Uh, you, you know, we go to the buffet and we feed the old flesh. Well, I, I kind of like that other buffet. That one in Psalm 34 verse 8 coming. Bible says, A taste of the Lord, see that He's good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I like that buffet. I like to sup with the Lord. I like to spend time with Him. Well, Brother Bob, he just wants to be able to get in on our live stream. Uh, he enjoys the singing. He enjoys the services and, and I told Brother Patrick what his user ID was. I never heard such a user ID, but he said I won't know what I was thinking. But uh, anyway, we, we thank God for that. That's all our announcements this morning. Like I said, we're in uh, we're in Exodus chapter 28. We stopped at verse number 36. Brother, you need to pray for I'm going to, Brother Ed. Thank you. I was just getting ready to do that. But I appreciate that. Listen, I don't have no problem with that. No. Psalm 119 verse 165. Blessed are they that love thy law and nothing shall by any means offend them. Thank you, Brother Ed. I, I don't get offended by that at all. I'll just get ready to go to Lord in prayer. But I, I appreciate Brother Ed saying that because there has been times I have forgotten, ain't it, Brother Ed? And I appreciate him bringing that. But we're getting ready to go to the Lord in prayer. We need to remember Sister Vonnie. Yeah. We need to remember uh, Carol, Larry, Serenity, and Leroy. Yeah. And there's a world of them out there that need prayer this morning that we've already prayed for, but we're going to pray right now. Father, we thank you again for this beautiful day, for the opportunity, Lord, you've afforded us to be in your house. How unworthy, Lord, we are. 
How unworthy, Lord. Oh, my. Lord, Your great mercies, Lord, be multiplied today. Your great grace be given today. Lord, Your mighty blessings be bestowed today upon Your children. Lord, may You be lifted up today in song. Lord, in testimony. Lord, in teaching and in preaching Your Word. Lord, may You get the reward of Your suffering. May You get the honor You deserve today. Oh, may You be glorified today and admired among Your children, God, today. Oh, my. Lord, we pray, Lord, Father, for Sister Vonnie. Lord, she's in the kind of need, Lord, that she needs You to help her, Lord. Vain is the help of man, and man's trying to help Sister Vonnie. And Lord, I believe she needs your touch. I believe she needs you to visit her with healing in your wings. I believe she needs you to visit her, Lord. You're the great physician. Lord, you sent your word and healed your people. And I pray you heal Sister Vonnie, Lord. I, I pray even right now, Lord, her report would change for the better. We're concerned about it, Lord. We prayed through the night. Lord, we can't help but worry. But Lord, I pray, dear God, Lord, in mercy, Lord, you would uh, heal Sister Bonnie, help Sister Bonnie. Go to her, Lord, even right now. Lord, I pray with the healing hand of God, we pray. Father, I pray for a little serenity. Lord, this morning, got word this morning, she's sick. And Carol said they're all sick. And we want to lift them up, Lord. Ask you to help them. Ask you to bless them, Lord. And Lord, we want them to get better. And we pray they will. Lord, we pray for all the sick today. And Lord, not just in this church, but in the world. I, I know, Lord, you're the, you're the great healer, Lord. You're the one that, Lord, that, that not only helps us and heals us, but Lord, you're, you're, you love us enough, Lord, to come to where we are. And I pray you will, Lord, visit these Father today in love and help them, God, I pray, to recover, Lord, and get better. Lord, bless, I pray, your children, God, today. Bless your work, Lord, today. Help. Dear God, today, Lord, open our eyes with our sight and stop our ears, touch our hearts. Lord, I pray the songs I have the touch of God upon them today. And I pray the teaching and the preaching of the Word of God. Lord, I pray to be anointed from on high. Bless Brother Rule, Lord, today. We're looking forward, Father, to what you've put in his heart to share with us. Lord, we just pray, God, today all the honor be yours all the blessings be yours and Lord I pray you'd come down and, and fellowship with us Lord today in Christ's name we ask it Lord Amen, Amen. we stop there at verse number 36 and it's, we're talking about the crown that was put upon the head of Aaron the high priest and the Lord here describing this holy crown he said, And thou shalt make a plate of pure gold, engrave upon it like the gravings of a signet holiness to the Lord. That ought to be our, our banner over us. Holiness to the Lord. I would to God that I could give what God deserves when it comes to holiness. About all I ever give is heartache and uh, you know disappointment but I, I, I want my desire to be to put the standard where it needs to be and do my best to keep it where it needs to be. I tell you, a little disappointed every now and then, old brother Eddie. Y'all probably aren't, but I am. But I, I, I don't know how we can give any less 
than all we can give the one that gave his all for us. But this, this crown is to have the banner holiness to the Lord. Oh my. Throw God out of school. Yeah. Bring in those other perversions. Yeah. Change those songs. Brother Bob, he likes them old songs. He said, tell Sister Sharon, he said hi. Brother Bob Malkin, that Orthodox Jew up there in Ohio, he said, tell Sharon hi till I love her play that piano. <laughs> you got a fan there, Sister Sharon. Yes, <laughs> Brother Bob, he, uh, he likes them old songs. The ones that hadn't been changed, you know, the, he said the just as I am kind of songs, you know, and, Brother Bob, he just got saved and just hadn't got over it. But uh, this this holiness to the Lord, uh, it needs to be about Him. I catch myself every now and then catering to the flesh instead of yielding to the Spirit. Amen. Amen. He said, verse 37, Thou shalt put it on a blue lace that it may be upon the mitre upon the forefront of the mitre it shall be. And it shall be upon Aaron's forehead. Aaron may bear the iniquity of the holy things which the children of Israel shall hallow in all their holy gifts. And it shall be always upon his forehead that they may be accepted before the Lord. Again, we're talking about holiness to the Lord. God's setting the standard here for the offerings to be accepted. Do you notice that, that it may be accepted before the Lord? I think sometimes we may leave out the most important part. And it may not be no big deal to you and me, but it's a big deal to God. And He notices the part we leave out. And uh, He wants it to be done right. And if it is done right, He said it may that it may be accepted before the Lord. Verse 39, Thou shalt embroider the coat of fine linen, and thou shalt make the mitre of fine linen. Thou shalt make the girdle of, the, of needlework. You see, God's telling them about these garments here uh, for the priest, and uh, they were supposed to be for glory, and for beauty, and God's one doing the design of these, these garments here. These are not ordinary garments. These are supposed to be spectacular garments. Uh, Sister Ashley, her little boy Keaton, we picked him up one Sunday. We took him home, Brother Rue, and he just a little boy. He looked up at me, at me and he said, Why do you wear a suit? And I said, I said, Keaton, Jesus told his mother at the age of 12 years old. He said, no, you're not. I must be about my father's business. And I said, I wear a business suit so people know I'm about my father's business. Jesus didn't wear a business suit, but he was about his father's business. Now, I do believe, you know, that it ought to be a standard. And God's talking here about the garments that Aaron and his sons, the tribe of Levites, are supposed to wear. And he said, Thou shalt embroider the coat of fine linen. Thou shalt make the mitre of fine linen. Thou shalt make the girdle of needlework. This is spectacular 
Uh, these are not ordinary garments. These are holy garments that God won't made for Aaron and his sons. Verse 40. And for Aaron's sons, thou shalt make coats. Thou shalt make uh, for them girdles and bonnets. Thou shalt make for them for glory and for beauty. Uh, you know everything about God is good. And everything that God, uh, you know, He does is good. Uh, nothing be refused. And these garments here, God want them made just so. Not just any way. They were holy garments. Verse 41, Thou shalt put them on, Aaron, thy brother. God's talking to Moses here. And he said, Moses, I want you to put these garments on your brother. Yeah. Now, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1 says, let brotherly love continue. The Bible says we can't love our brother how we're going to love God. Right. It said, uh, he that said he loved God, loved his brother also. And, and you know, this, this garment's holy, but it made it even more holy when Moses put it on his brother Aaron, giving that honor to him, bestowing that, that blessing upon him. God said, And thou shalt put them upon Aaron thy brother and his sons with him, and thou shalt anoint them and consecrate them and sanctify them that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. Boy, I haven't always stood behind the pulpit here, but what a blessing honor it is to stand right here. That's the Lord's doing. I didn't call any way God called me. Bible says make your calling and your election sure. I got saved April 27, 1988, Brother Rule. I hit the ground running. I was 34 years old. I was trying to play, play catch up. I should have done been saved. should have done read my Bible first. And I got into that thing. I, I finished my Bible out by the end of that year. And I read it through the next year. And I read it through the next year. And of course, I'm quoting a lot of Scripture. And everybody kept saying, you've been called to preach. You've been called to preach. You've been called to preach. I was just good and saved. But I stuck my foot in my mouth. I said, I'll tell you what. I got tired of hearing it. I said, you let God call me to preach and I will. I actually shouldn't have said that. But I did. I got up to here with, You've been called to preach. You've been called to preach. You've been called to preach. Then the lowest place in my life, my dad left my mother for another woman. I was the only child. Loved them both. Still love them both. But he left my mother. They'd been married like 40 some years. Left her for another woman, and I was there the day dad left mom. It wasn't pleasant to be there. I just walked in on it. I mean, here, Mama, don't leave me, Bobby, don't leave me. Dad, he just infatuated that a woman batted her eyes at him. You get old, somebody or another, you lose it. Uh, you know, when you're young, you, you probably struggle with it, but the older you get, the more apt you are to put your eyes on the wrong thing. That's right. Don't think it don't happen. Yeah, it does. My dad... Left my mother for a woman that he shouldn't have left. My mom waited on my dad hand and foot, worshipped the ground he walked on, cooked for him, washed his clothes, and, and you know, put up with him. I, I, 
I don't believe, you know, she just truly loved him. I don't believe anybody could have done what she did, but she did it. Like I said, Mama got down and begged my dad not to leave her. And he went ahead and left. And I stayed there with my mama. Tried to comfort her. And then when I left and went home, my dad called me and said, I want you to help me move my things out. I didn't want to do that, Brother Rue. So I called Mama. Mama said, you help your dad. He needs your help. So I took the truck and trailer down there and we loaded Daddy's stuff up. It wasn't like he had all that much anyway. We pulled up there to this apartment Daddy was going to move into. It was one of them upstairs apartment. We got there, walked up the stairs. Daddy unlocked the door and this woman showed up that he left Mom for. He said, I'll be right back. I walked in an empty room, Brother Rule. And I was somewhere I didn't want to be. And I was doing something I didn't want to do. Psalms 46 verse 10 says be still and know that I'm God. In that empty room, Brother Rule, God spoke to me. Amen. He said, I want you to preach my word. I'll melt it like butter. Mm-hmm. I said, God, are you sure? Amen. That was on a Monday. I announced my call to preach on a Wednesday night at Bethel Baptist Church. I said, I've been called to preach. I need your prayer. And I sat down and People come over and hug me. Brother Eddie, we're so proud of you. We'll be praying for you. My pastor come over and see you preaching for me this Sunday night. I melted even more. I felt like Ichabod Crane. I mean, I was kind of wishing there was a way out of it. I mean, it's like you done stuck your foot in your mouth. But I appreciate him doing that. He didn't want to give the devil a chance to... uh, you know, to overthrow the call or talk you out of the call. He said, I want you to preach for me this Sunday night. It wasn't too bad, Brother Rule, the Sunday night got there. I'd never preached before. I had never practiced. I didn't know nothing. I knew what God wanted me to preach on. I didn't know how it was going to go. Uh, all I knew is I was going to deliver what God gave to me to deliver. I preached this Sunday night on the dangers of despising. Probably the best message I've ever preached in my entire life because God carried me through that whole service. Well, the next time I got up a little bit less confidence in God, more confidence in me, and I have to admit, after whooping I took that time, I said, Lord, I'm ready to listen now. But I'm just talking about that call of God. Uh, just right here, God called me to preach His Word. Been preaching on the streets, been in prison, been in jails, been in nursing homes, been on radio programs. Uh, we've been like Johnny Cash. We've been everywhere. We just got one message. That message is Jesus Christ came to this world to save sinners. If you're a sinner, He can save you. If you'll let Him, if you'll ask Him, I'll just tell you right now, uh, we are an ambassador for Christ. We represent Him. Uh, I, I hope I have not failed your expectation, but I will never let up preaching about Jesus. Amen. One day, I'll finish my course. I want to hear the words, well done. But uh, I'm talking about the honor bestowed upon Aaron here uh, and his sons. God's setting all this up. Uh, he wants him to minister under me in the princes in the priest office. You see that right there at the letter in verse 41? God's always looked for a man he could use. Isaiah chapter 6, the Lord said, Who will go for us? And here I 
Isaiah stuck up his hand, here am I. And God said, go. And he said, how long shall I go? And God said, till the land be utterly desolate and the cities be without inhabitant. We need to keep going for God. God's always looked for someone He could send. He's always looked for someone He could use. And in this case right here, He's using Moses. And He tells Moses, I want you to put the garment on Aaron, thy brother, and upon his sons. And here's why. That they may minister unto me in the priest's office. It's needs to be done right. It's a holy work. God's a holy God. Yes. We'll never understand it till we see God face to face. How lightly we esteem these words. Yet Psalm 68 verse 11 says the Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. How lightly, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, we ought to give the most earnest heed to these words, lest any time we let them slip. I'm telling you, God said everything by where it needed to be. All we got to do is follow the instructions of God. Paul talked about all scriptures giving me inspiration of God, proper of doctrine, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. We've got everything we need. We just need to do it according to how God set it up. And God said that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. They've got a job to do. God wants them to have the right clothes on. God wants them to do it the right way. The whole goal is to give holiness and honor to God. Verse 42, God tells Moses, Thou shalt make them linen breeches to cover their nakedness. And I'm glad I... You know, Jesus gave me His righteousness, the same one that made clothes for Adam and Eve uh, in Genesis chapter number 3, uh, made clothes for me. Uh, he clothed me in His righteousness so that God don't see my nakedness. We're clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Now we're accepted in the Beloved. Now we can have fellowship with God. Uh, now we can walk in the lights. He's in the light because Jesus paid the price so that we can be clothed and He painted at Calvary. God says to cover their nakedness from the loins even to the thighs they shall reach. They shall be upon Aaron and upon his sons when they come into the tabernacle of the congregation or when they come near unto the altar to minister in the holy place. Don't miss that. First time Moses met God, saw a bush on fire. And the bush wasn't consumed. He said, I'll turn aside. I'll see this sight. And as he approached that bush, voice came out of that bush. Moses, take off his shoes for the place where thou standest. Holy ground. Yeah. We've got to remember that. Holy. God's holy. He told us, be ye holy for I'm holy. Oh, I can be holy as Him imparting to me His holiness. I'm telling you, I'm a far cry from what God demands and desires. He give us everything we need. We just got to use it. God's telling Moses everything that Aaron and his sons are going to need. They just got to use it. Now in our day and time, people going to say, I don't need that. I got a, I got a new thing over here. Now, this works real good. It'll work for the flesh. I'll tell you what, what Adam and Eve did work pretty good until God showed up. Them fig leaves worked great. 
Only problem was when God showed up, they found a hiding place. Well, that's kind of the way modern day religion is going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get the goosebumps. Yeah, the flesh just runs up and down. But let God show up. Tell me how it goes when God shows up. God says here, this is the way I want it done. This is the way it needs to be. And he said to minister in the holy place. We just need to be doers, not hearers. What God says is what we need to do. And we need to do it often. And we need to remember He's God. And we're just, you know, I'm going to get, if Sister Brenda shows up today, I'm going to get her to sing that song over and over. He molds the clay. And you don't throw it away. I should be thrown away. I should be on the, uh, you know, the reject pile. But he just keeps molding us over and over to his image. Man, Donnie, we, we talk about the Lord a lot. We talk about our failures. Amen. And we do that a lot because we fail a lot. And I try to encourage him. He tries to encourage me. The Bible says provoke one another in love and encourage one another. Edify one another. We get, you know, the old devil. Jesus told Peter, Satan has desired to have you. And old Peter said, tell him, bring it on. And the Lord said that he may sift you as wheat. Peter said, I got this. There wasn't no time he denied the Lord three times, just like Jesus said. And he cursed Mm -hmm. on that third denial. And you know what? The Bible says many profess that they know Christ, but in works, they deny Him. Mm-hmm. Here's somebody over, I thought he was a Christian. <coughs> you know, I could have understood it about anybody else but Him. Well, I just want you to know, I'm glad He don't throw the clay away. Amen. I'm glad over and over, He's working on old brother Eddie. Mm-hmm. One day, Brother Rule, I'll stand before Him. And I'll understand a little bit more about it than I do right now. Mm-hmm. But I am glad He don't throw the clay away. The Bible says we're His workmanship. Yes. We're created in Christ Jesus under good works. He's just working on us. Paul said in the book of Philippines, Philippines, be confident of this, that He has begun a good work in you will continue it to the day of Christ Jesus. Over and over, He's working on us. The whole purpose of this whole thing here God tells Moses when they come near unto the altar to minister in the holy place that they bear not iniquity and die. There's been a lot of people. Ananias, Sapphiri, Acts chapter 5, come into the house of God, both of them died. God doesn't want that. They show you it can happen. Brother Donnie, he and I both go, used to go to Brotherhood Free Will Baptist Church. I've been there quite a bit. Brother George Chris was a pastor and he was a great, great man of God. Great pastor. I, I loved him. I was thinking about him yesterday. He left his wife Peggy for another woman, but he was set up. Brother George was out doing some visiting. He knocked on the door of this woman's house and when she opened the door, she was standing before him unclothed. Yeah. I was going to say unclad. I see little Lucy back there. I want to be careful. He, he turned around and left, but he came back. 
I confronted him, but I went to him. I said, tell me it's not true. He said, brother, it's not true. But it was true. I was teaching Sunday school at that time. And I was trying to defend him. I had a boy leave my Sunday school class because he knew better. I couldn't give up. I still love him today. I feel so sorry for his wife. And I'll just tell you, there's a devil down here. Mm-hmm. And boy, he's determined. Bible says not to give no place to the devil, but I want you to know, we're men of passion. Brother George Chris was set up. And uh, I, I, hate, I hate to even hear about it, but it happened. And then knowing the truth about it, it hurt. But I tell you, don't give up on them. Mold it, Clay. He said that they bear not iniquity and die. It shall be a statute forever under him and his seed after him. I'll shut up right there. But I'll tell you what, there's a real war going on down there right now. Yes, yes. Don't don't look at me, think I'm bulletproof. Don't look at me, think I'm Superman. Look at me like I am, just saved by the grace of God. Yes. Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. That's all you're ever going to be. You know, it grieved God at His heart there in Genesis chapter 6 because the imagination of man's heart was only evil continually. It grieved Him at His heart and it repented Him that He made man. I want you to know, God deserves better. God help us get the needle all the way as far as we can when it comes to holiness. Get the standard. I like what I said about the Philippines, 100%. Keep it there. Yes, sir. Don't let it fall by the wayside. Don't let up. Yes, sir. Don't go weary in that well doing. Y'all doing a great work over there, but I'll tell you right now, the devil can get in it. Mm-hmm. It don't take him long, buddy. Mm-hmm. He can get in any church. He can turn upside down. I'll tell you right now, it can turn Ichabod, the glory can depart. And you'll say, boy, I wish it was like it used to be. I wish we could get it back. Yeah. Don't lose it. Father, thank you for the thought this morning. I know it's Sunday school, Lord. But I thank you, Lord, for the Word of God. I thank you. It burns in my heart. I thank you, Lord, that you're able to say so much with so little. Oh, Lord, help us, I pray, to be a peculiar treasure to you. Oh, like you said about Abraham, you said, I know him. He'll teach his children and his children's children. God, help us to pass the torch. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. We'll stop right there. I'm sorry.